Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Pod Network Entertainment. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. Welcome to the big time! Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. You know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. I have to finish the story. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ila Dragunov, the star Bang, the sniper is shooting you down. This is TMDK's Robbie Eagles, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and wait for it, Emil Nate joining you on the live stream. Babyface producer Jasper at the controls, also part of tonight's stream. It is a very wild week in wrestling that a lot of us have been here for in various doses. Uh, I just gotta say, I wasn't expecting to be part of tonight's live stream. Buti na lang everything uh, conspired and cooperated na nangyari yun. So, I just want to thank my good karma for bringing me here from the Philippine Arena in one piece. And thank you guys for uh, being ready to hold down the fort regardless. Yep. Yeah, I was ready. Um, that's why Babyface producer Jasper is here. But since... Uh, Kulang yun naman tayo regardless. Um, it's always good to have Jasper on as well. Because uh, I know he wants he always he always wants people to talk wrestling with. Because he doesn't have a lot of wrestling. Yeah, I don't friends. have well, anyone to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people don't also have a lot of wrestling friends, and you know for good reasons, for different reasons. So, uh, welcome back to the show, Jasper, on air. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> And welcome back as well to Ro, who's back uh, from his vacation in Thailand. Got to uh, roll around. Uh, you can catch everything on his Instagram. So don't nakita na. You were able to scratch your itch once again. Yeah. Uh, there was, I mean, my video dapat. I don't know who has it, but I didn't video everything. Um, I got to uh, train with Setup Thailand. I got to meet uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Pumi Bunyatud. Um uh, the financier of everything, and I got to meet <laughs> the, right. the wonderful people behind uh, Setup Thailand. Uh, Paksa, the head trainer, really, really good pro wrestler. Um, Matcha, who has done work for uh, international wrestlers as well, um, really great talent. Uh, I think you should watch out for her if she ever finds a way to uh, wrestle abroad a lot more. And a lot of also good people. Uh, so I met up with our uh, uh, local wrestling alum, see Sunny Z. And uh, I totally forgot that he was based there. So when he walked in the the setup Thailand dojo uh, to say uh, you know to hang out with everyone, the good Oh shit, you're, you're based in Bangkok, pula. And um, he has a really lucrative job that I you know we all <laughs> wish we could have. 
Na legal naman doon pero sa ibang part ng mundo hindi. To protect his privacy. <laughs> oh, oh. Kasi hindi rin legal sa ibang bahagi ng mundo. Uh. <laughs> uh, quick shout out as well to MC Pau Avila, one of the OGs in the club scene. Uh, he's one of my co-MCs at the FIBA World Cup, who apparently has checked out the podcast and is a fan of hey. what we do here on the show. So thank you, good sir. And I, I can't wait to, to hang out with you again uh, throughout the last few days of the World Cup. Uh, let's get to some housekeeping stuff before we uh, get into this week in wrestling. First off, Emil Nate, you know what to do. Kahit di ka na ASH, sa'yo pa rin ang Patreon. So dito ka nakatoka. <laughs> Alright, so if you want to enjoy the full Wrestling Wrestling Podcast experience, all you need to do is subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for only $5. So in the local currency, it's around 260 to 270 Pesos, of course, uh, you'll get benefits of joining uh, uh, joining our Patreon program. We have our Discord where um, you know you could interact with your fellow podcast and talk to us about anything about sports, wrestling, of course, uh, music, memes, everything and anything under the sun. We also host some uh, watch parties uh, in 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 our Discord uh, this upcoming Sunday or yeah, this cup- upcoming Sunday and next week for All Out uh, for uh, for uh, for payback, there's uh, we're gonna announce something later, so watch out for that. Also, uh, we have a prasabai, so we're doing something new here. But uh, if you if you become a part of our Patreon uh, program, uh, of course we, you know, we have service rates now that in our prasabais, and you if you become a part of that, we'll give you some friendly rates on the on the service fee na inano namin na issue namin dito, and also. We have the review content of the weekly wrestling shows like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, uh, Collision, courtesy of Rowan, Rowan ASH. And uh, by supporting uh, our Patreon program, you're supporting everything that we do here in our podcast. So we uh, were able to put up events for you uh, and your and all of our Predical podcasts to enjoy. So again, uh, please uh, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. All right. Speaking of events, uh, it seems na yung demand for the all-in watch party was limited uh, limited to that guy na umiihi sa tabi ni Ro. So we're going to give you the next best thing <laughs> and give you a watch party where we can all piss uh, in peace at home and by ourselves. To be fair, there was also this one guy who commented on uh, on our um, on our uh, SummerSlam viewing party materials and posts asking for an, for a watch party. But uh, since nobody made uh, their uh, their demand known, we are doing a watch party on Discord that is on Monday morning, early in the wee hours of the morning. Uh, it's around 1 a.m. We'll be doing the All in London 2023 viewing party. Siempre, uh, we're just going to hang out at home uh, in our pajamas, maybe uh, having our midnight snack, maybe some coffee, some hot chocolate, you know, snuggle up close to your significant others and watch wrestling while um, while the rest of them, you know, perform in a sold out uh, Wembley Stadium in, in the rainy weather in uh, in London. So, Yon, if you've been looking for a way to legit watch uh AEW's all-in show at the So all you gotta do is sign up for our Patreon, um, as Emil already mentioned earlier, and we'll see you on 1 a.m. Monday morning. 
All right. Uh, other events we've got going on. Wrestling Quiz Night is back. That is happening. Official na yan. Uh, in about a month from now, Saturday, September 23, mga 7 p.m. at Hobby Stadium uh, in New Manila. So it's along Doña Hemadi, corner E. Rodriguez. That's the location of Hobby Stadium. Tickets are at 350 pesos a piece and they come with one free iced tea. You can play either as an individual or in a duo or in a group. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but we've got a lot of prizes regardless of how how many people you are in your group uh, magpapamigay kami ng ringside collectibles na sensational sherry action figure which we just got from our friends over at Hobby Line Toy Store in Shopsville Plus we've also got a box of WWE training cards worth around uh, 2,000 pesos Courtesy of our friends from Hobby Stadium and my sponsor din silang GCs. So come one, come all if you want to be part of Wrestling Quiz Night. If you want to see your favorite wrestling podcasters in person and win some goodies from us and our friends over at Hobby Stadium. Once again, the date is September 23, 7pm over at Hobby Stadium in New Manila. Uh, yung oras daw ng all-in, tanong ni Ina. It's uh, 1am, di ba? Philippine yep, time? it's early in the morning. It is 6 p.m. in Brit in British Standard Time, so uh, as usual, because nothing is about us. <laughs> so, good luck, na lang. So if you, we'll, we'll stay up with you. We'll, you know, we'll all help each other stay awake. Uh, we're probably gonna end when the sun is about to come up, knowing uh, Bostoni. So kita kita tayo dun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then holidays on Monday, so pwede kang ano, matulog ng gusto mo. Gano ka, pwede rin gano in peace. <laughs> yeah, whatever, wherever you, wherever you wanna watch it. So yeah, but you don't have to do a walk of shame when you're watching it with us live on Discord. Yeah, so yeah, well, uh, para para makar ng ultimate bonding experience after midnight. Please sign up for our Discord. <laughs> All right. Um, we've also got a watch party for Payback, which is happening normal hours, naman. That's Sunday morning, seven thirty a.m. Uh, Manila time, September 3. Sa Hobby Stadium din. So our friends from Geek Talk PH uh, have decided to put one up alongside the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Ro, wala pang link, di ba? Uh, right, for this one, we will be, uh, since it's a smaller event, we will just be doing walk-in tickets. It's only going to be 200 pesos. Uh, no free drink, pero please just support our friends from Hobby Stadium by ordering their lovely food and drink. Uh, it's really good, guys. Um, I, I had breakfast and coffee there. Uh, really good stuff. I recommend it to everyone dropping by. Chapala, um, you need to uh, energize yourself, fuel yourself for the um, fun-filled morning of wrestling action that you will, we will all have together. On That's uh, Sunday, September 3. Doors open at 7 a.m. at Hobby Stadium. Alright, and final update para sa mga customers natin sa Pasabay Run for the month of August. Uh, a lot of the goods have already shipped from the online store, so they will be uh, making their way from the US to the Philippines sometime in the next week or so. So again, we'll be sending you regular updates both here on the podcast and in your DMs. So if you are one of our customers dito sa latest Pasabay Run, please check your DMs kasi nagpaparamdam na kami. Hindi naman kami nang ghost and uh, accountable tayo unlike <laughs> yeah, yeah. other offices. <laughs> but we learning experiences from this run uh, we thought it was going to be smooth sailing some of it is a lot of it is but uh, our friends from the you know Stan's employers are making it a little hard not impossible but you know not as um, easy as we thought it would be before we did this mm-hmm 
So anyway, uh, we'll, we'll get to that when the pasabay items get here. All right, time for some wrestling talk. And we got to start with some really bad news. Uh, binati tayo ng bad news when we woke up today. Uh, we found out that uh, the great Terry Funk has passed away. So he'd been sick for a while. And if you've been following wrestling Twitter over the last few months, there uh, are mga rumors that he wasn't in good health. Uh, there was actually a false alarm this one time. There were na R.I.P. Terry Funk and then his friends had to go out and clarify and say, no, he's still alive. So like, chill guys, but this is true. Um, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. Uh, his friends in the business like Mick Foley, they posted their tributes. Um, si Terry Funk, yung kasagsagan ng fame niya really is uh, before yung generation natin of wrestling fans came of age. I think if Chino were here, uh, he would have caught like the tail end diba? when he was in the Attitude Era as Chainsaw Charlie and also as Terry Funk in the various promotions in the US. Uh, but you know, it's never it's never good. It's never fun to hear that a wrestling legend uh, is no longer with us. So rest in peace at the Funker. Yeah, uh, it's funny because um, I was... My my only impression of Terry Funk was obviously as the hardcore legend, diba? That he is. But I I threw on one of the um one of his matches from the seventies with Harley Race, and he was a legit wrestler. Not not to say that he wasn't legit, but you know he was a straight up you know meat and potatoes wrestler, uh, a wrestler's wrestler from back in the day. And it's just funny how, uh, in a way, in a manner of speaking, the hardcore stuff, the the deathmatch stuff, is really the the thing that will get you the most remembered even though it is uh both easy and challenging at the same time easy because you don't have to you know you don't have to wrestle quote unquote for real for real you don't have to worry about your work rate and stuff like that you just have to throw weapons around swing swing chairs around swing barbed wire bats around and he got over in you know like 20 years after his start because of that so if you are only aware of Terry Funk as a hardcore wrestler, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not the entire picture of the guy. And it's also like uh, a funny reflection of how the business works where the dumb shit is usually what, what is the most remembered well after your time. So, uh, But all that, um, it proves then that Terry Funk is good. He figured it out. He knew the kind of thing that would make it easier for him and also make it make himself more memorable and whether you are an old head a really old head who remembers Terry Funk as an actual wrestler or one of the current generation who know of him who, who know of him as a um a hardcore guy um he made sure that he was uh, immortalized in the sport so rest in peace Terry Funk and um also one more thing because um People like Terry Funk have passed away. If you have favorites from that era, please, medyo mag brace for the eventuality that your some of your favorites will will be, you know, going away, if you will. Thanks for the dark remark. No, I'm saying we are we're getting old. No, para di kayo magulat, de ba? That's reality. That's reality. Yeah, exactly. Right, I mean, like our favorites, you know, better better hold your Ric Flairs, your Arn Andersons, and and the like safe. Talagang mo pa. I mean, Rick has been on a health scare for how many years now? So yeah, I'm just saying, we're just saying we're getting old. Sorry, Emil, go ahead. Hindi ko hindi ko inabutan yung but one of my favorite wrestling documentaries ever was Beyond the Mat. 
so I don't know if the people in the comments know. I don't know if uh, if you know that movie, but it's, Terry Funk was one of the wrestlers that was heavily featured in that documentary, and um, that was during his quote unquote first retirement. <laughs> so the basically the plot of him in that documentary was his doctors was advising him that he should stop wrestling. And they held this retirement show for him where even WWE stars back then, like Bret Hart, uh, Mick Foley, or Mankind, Undertaker, they went, they wrestled on that show. So it was kind of a crossover show between ECW and WWF stars. And that was, that was him celebrating his first retirement. But we all know what happened. He eventually came back and the the crazy thing about it is that was 1997, right? The, the, at that time, the doctors were already advising him to stop wrestling. Pero I read earlier that he had his last match in 2017. So he was able to go 20 more years after that at his old age. So he's a living legend. He's a, there's nobody in the business like Terry Funk. So rest in peace to the legend. Yeah, yeah uh, unfortunately, we can't I, say living legend anymore, Emil. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that copyrighted now? <laughs> no, no Jasper, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Did we really have to explain the joke? Because <laughs> 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 Anyway, yeah. uh. <laughs> uh, Well, I'm not really familiar with uh, Terry, Terry Funk, but I was... I I got to know him uh, uh video games as Macdon vs. Raw. I don't know which one, but I've heard uh, uh I've heard that he's been through. He's like the the epitome of uh, ECW with all those death matches. I think he poured most of his blood blood sweat and tears already, and maybe yeah, it's fair that he earns the rest. So he. He had a very successful career and now he made himself a, le- a legend now. Rest in peace, Terry Fong. Yeah. Uh, sabi ni Julian, he's now part of the Eternal Battle Royal in Heaven or in the Afterlife. Uh, you know that mean na lahat mga uh, favorite wrestlers natin are in the great beyond. So I guess Terry, Fun's, uh, Terry Funk's avatar or picture can be among theirs now. So again, rest in peace to the great Terry Funk. All right, uh, let's move on to WWE. And over the weekend, we saw what could possibly be Edge's last match, either in the WWE or for a while. Hindi uh, natin alam. It's very vague, especially given the wording ng post-match promo niya. It wasn't even aired on TV. It was a dark promo. Uh, sabi lang niya, it was his last match in Toronto for quite a while. So hindi natin alam if he's retiring or taking a break or going to another company, which no una. For me, it wasn't a possibility until binring up nina uh, Shoemaker and Kaz on their podcast. Now, oh, ano, baka nga, he'll uh, he'll be going all elite very very soon. Uh, mga balita na lumabas this week that Edge's contract with the WWE expires this September, and according to the same rumors, mayro mga taga WWE and taga AEW uh, who feel that he will be making the move to Jacksonville, so to speak. Uh, is he retiring for good? Or what What other options is he exploring? I think the, the question I want to get your take on, Muna, is could it be possible that Edge will go all elite? Let's start with you, Jasper. Because Edge is one of those guys that when he joined WWE, he never really left. And it, it, it was never seriously entertained until we found out that in 2020, when he was about to make a comeback, he was actually close to signing with Tony Khan. Uh... I never really see him as an AEW guy because he's a homegrown 
WWE person. And to be honest, the only I, the, the only storylines that I think of him, if he ever jumps ships to AEW, is something related to Christian. So, I mean, you know, as a as a fan of the rivalry of Jeff Hardy, you know, like like what I said a few episodes about uh, them having their last match, but not not in Jeff's age nowadays. But I do think he has more to give, but because he's like forty nine, right? Or am I wrong? Yeah, he's forty nine. Forty nine is pretty young for uh, not pretty young, but he still have stuff to give pa so i can't wait kung saan man siya pupunta maybe he needs the rest kasi he did give a lot rin naman nung nag-return siya nung 2020 rin yun mm-hmm. ikaw Emil what do you see for Edge retire na uh, just focus on acting go to AEW or take a break then come back to WWE ayan uh, to be fair naman that last match nung, nung uh, Smackdown they never really uh, promoted it as his retirement match. So again, it's not yet really clear what Edge is gonna do. So, um, honestly, I think he's gonna take a break for a while or, uh, that he's gonna do the Percy Jackson series, whatever. And then after that, we can speculate again on what he's gonna do. You know, maybe he'll be back by the time of Royal Rumble. Maybe he'll re- resign and go back by the time of Royal Rumble or, you know, maybe he'll head to AEW and, you know, scratch an itch there. Bro, do you want to see Edge in AEW? Wait, before that, the way he set the table that the match in Toronto was going to be his last match, right? he, he mentioned that explicitly the week before when he called out Sheamus, right? No, he uh, said me a last match in Toronto. For last a while. match in Toronto. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, the thing is, um, the Edge versus Sheamus match, um, it was pretty good. So that yeah. told me like Edge isn't broken down. Although I do know that he wants to go out while he's still healthy and not. Habang hindi pa siya, you know, sobrang nilarayuma and stuff like that, So I think there is still a lot or considerable amount of gas in Edge's tank left there. So that part isn't what I am concerned about. The thing I am most concerned about is the fact that. Ang labo nitong narrative na binuo ni Edge for himself. Like, is it... What does that even mean? The last match in Toronto. Like, if you sign with AEW, they're definitely gonna work Toronto. They've already done that. So, I don't understand why it's worded that way as though... Ano ba? Like, are you also gonna have other matches? Are you gonna go on a last match retirement tour? Are you gonna go to, like, um, uh, to Calgary and say, it's gonna be my last match in Calgary? What does that even mean? Like, ang labuwe. Like, are are you? Did you retire? Did you not retire? I don't understand why there was a lot of mystery that he made for this entire angle. Like, if you were gonna leave, why not just say that you were gonna leave? Like, I think Edge naman earned the opportunity or the uh, cash to say that I want to do other things and um, I want to do it. Elsewhere, I have like like Brian did. Like he, right? he said that he had a whole bunch of things that he wanted to do, and so now nobody knows what to make of this. And I don't think it's the kind of mystery that is positive for him. I say, uh, yes, it's me thrill of excitement of what the possibilities could be, but also we're super confused and not in a way that's good. Right? So, um. 
I don't mind him going to AEW. Uh, I think there is a lot of magic that could be made there. Uh, to Jasper's point, um, you you see Edge as a lifer in WWE, but you know, um, we 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 thought that with a bunch of other guys, like we thought that with Chris Jericho, we thought that with Brian with Brian Danielson because he you know Vince gave him the break that he so wanted. Yeah. But, um, I wouldn't even be surprised if one day Roman Reigns decides to jump to AEW, <laughs> well, long after his prime for sure. You know, not 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 like right now. So I think that's always a possibility. You never say never there. But um, as to what he could do, like the only thing I can think of him doing is the Canadian versus Canadian match with uh, with Kenny Omega. Right? Uh, otherwise, I don't know what else he could do there because I don't trust the the creative process and the environment over there. Although it would be nice if he could restore some order in the courtroom in the locker room. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, very interesting wording talaga, especially uh, in the days leading up to that last match on SmackDown. I think uh, th- there was a quote from Ron Hutchison, one of Edge's trainers and longtime friends in the business, na uh, this is it, Edge really is retiring. So yun yung balita coming from him. Uh, so di natin alam kung ano ba talaga yung totoo because yun nga, on the broadcast, nothing was made official. Chaha, they did the whole video package of his entire career look back, right? So what that was that celebrating the 25th anniversary. Ah, 25th. Right, right, right. Okay, so good. Fine, fine. Uh, so yeah, carry on. Yeah, uh, with with Michael Cole when he was on commentary, even he didn't know. So yung quote niya was, "If this really is it, then Edge turned the uh, tear the house down." So nobody seemed to really know what was going on, and this will be a story that a lot of us will have our eyes on for quite a while. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Edge? I just want to know if you guys are confused badly as I am. Oh, definitely. definitely. I'm very confused about the vagueness of it, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not sure if he was referring to uh, his last match in Toronto. Or, like, he's not going to be competing in Toronto or, like, in WWE or, like, in general. And I'm not, I'm really confused about it. Maybe yeah. this is, maybe Edge is, like, ch- trying to negotiate something here. That's why he's putting out all these statements like uh, the rumor leverage. was that um the rumor was that uh apparently uh he did you know give WWE the option to keep him and then he laid out his terms and then reportedly WWE did not match those terms and did not agree to match those terms so uh hence he is on his way out but the thing about that is the last time that edge was faced with big rumors, which was uh, about his return to wrestling. He tried to deny them, and then it turned out to be true. So, people can find out what he's all about. So, I'm willing to put my money that it is happening. The crossover is, the, the jump through the door is happening. Oh, if, if that jump through the door is happening, what name will he go by? Because he obviously can't be Edge. <laughs> is he going by Adam Copeland, Damien Stryker, Sexton Hardcastle? <laughs> I think Adam Copeland. That's Adam the name. Copeland. That's the name. Yeah, I would say. Adam Edge Copeland. <laughs> Copium Adam Copeland. Uh, I, I want, my money is on Damien Stryker. He could pull off that, the one that Big Show did. Like, and then, because he's making Paul White. Paul White. No, no, BS. no more BS. No more BS. Yeah, yeah. And you can make it the, Adam Copeland with the Edge. The the artist formerly known as Edge. Adam lang ano? Walang walang last name. 
So hirap ng the artist formerly known as Edge because the Edge from you two will have another reason. Oh yeah, there's the Edge, right? It's like the second second rock star with a with a with a name like the rest. Yeah, following Sting. All right, uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to predict all in. As usual, marami na namang matches, so marami tayong ipredict. So how about we stop here first and hear from our other podcasts on the Pod Network. Let's- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let's do our predictions for All In. And we're going to start with Zero Hour. Uh, okay, uh, before we get to Zero Hour, hype ba kayo for All In and the way that uh, it's been promoted and built up to this point? Um, let's start with Jasper. Oh my God. Uh... To be honest, I'm going to be dead uh, honest here. The only match that I'm hyped up about this is the Bullet Club Gold versus Kenny Omega and Friends wow. and the MJF thing. Because I, I, I can't keep up with the stories, to be honest. Uh, the only consistent stories that were here uh, that I were able to follow, which is the MJF one, which is my daily dose of comedy. Yes. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pero, um, pero it's... I I mean these performers are really big, really good. So I'm hoping it's gonna be a kick-ass event. Yeah, nothing against the performers man, and the wrestlers. Yeah. Kung you know, like like Jasper, you aren't feeling as hyped. I think it's more of a function of the way the show's been built and promoted than yeah. their actual talent, deba. Right? Igawin yeah. how do you feel heading into All In? Um, before they actually announced the main matches, like the the MJF Adam Cole, I felt like, or the FTR versus Young Bucks, I felt like. The show was being booked like a like a house show. Like they're gonna put a bunch of tags in there. Um, but thankfully those last two matches really parang for me, it saved it from feeling like a house show. Like it is all in. It is, it is the biggest show that they will have. So they should put all their eggs in the basket for this one. And I feel like they tried them to fit in a lot of as much wrestlers in the card as they can. So I'm hyped. Quite enough lang. So not too much hype. Kasi knowing... Kasi parang... Ano eh, kasi may all out pa kasi. So maybe... I'm afraid na most of these matches will either have a, a non-definite finish or or parang, parang dusty finish because there's gonna be another pay-per-view in just about a week. So I hope that doesn't happen. So yun lang. Yun lang yung feelings ko about this card. 
Yun, magandang point na na-bring up ni Emil na magkadugtong yung all-in and all-out just one week apart. Ro, does that affect the way you're, uh, you feel towards all-in? The the fact that there is another show happening legitimately a week after isn't the problem the man, I think. I think the issue here is we don't know what to make of all-in because it's being treated as a kind of WrestleMania. Now, it is, one, the biggest event in wrestling history because of the tickets. But not because of what the spectacle is, but it's because of the tickets, because of the tickets sold that they that they are promoting right now. Pero uh, they don't treat it like any other pay per view, you know. Uh, Double or nothing was supposed to be the WrestleMania Dao kuno ng AEW, but it's still a typical AEW pay per view, which is a big deal only when it's closer to the to the date, diba? So tamas si Emil, I'm only. Saktong hype for it, but only because uh, the the match I really want to catch is uh, MJF versus Adam Cole because of how story how good the story has been um, about that, right? So uh, you're right in that they didn't do enough to build it, but we also don't know what the right build is because I think they were just backing on the fact that they were gonna do a show, their first ever show in Europe, and apparently a whole bunch of Brits and maybe other Europeans from around the region are flying in to see it. And that's big. But otherwise, um, I don't feel that this is anything special. Like, they don't... They haven't put their biggest matches on the card. Like, MJF versus Adam Cole is great for us. But, you know, uh, it's not, like, the biggest stars you can put on that main event, right? Like, um, yep. ironically, CM Punk is nowhere near that main event. <laughs> So because uh, injuries happened when they did, yeah, like yeah. the Brian injury yeah, took right, him out of the right. Aus- yeah, uh, of the Kenny match, yeah, but, and then uh, yeah. Saraya and Tony, uh, sorry about Jamie Hater and Tony Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Jamie Hater got injured, so it it kind of threw a spanner in the works. Then yeah, yeah, I agree, mm-hmm. I agree. So um, in that regard, I think they were doing what WWE loves to do before Triple H took over, which is to sell the brand, which is not bad. That's not a bad strategy, but uh, when you Frame it within the context of be, this being the biggest show in history to date. Um, it's not that different. You're just you're just banking on the fact that uh, this this well loved wrestling brand is coming to the UK for the first time. So Sana, um, no Sana again. One of those things, you know, the unlucky stuff doesn't happen next time. If there isn't going to be a next time, which I and I think there will be, considering how this was performing, and um, maybe next time then they don't. They don't structure the pay-per-view calendar like a like a weirdo. Na, yeah, literal pay-per-view <laughs> after what is this 2002 TNA? So, uh, <laughs> so it's weird that Tony Khan didn't adjust for that. Maybe he thought that people would still buy it, but obviously it's not gonna fly for a lot of people. Which is fair then, because um, I guess in a manner of speaking, you could put the people who weren't booked at all in. On all out, and then Shepard is going to be another MJF match on all out, right? So a whole bunch of things happening there, but I really just wish that it was treated like a bigger deal outside of the the sales. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with the point. Na sana hindi nila pinagdikit yung all in and all out, kasi lilima na lang yung pay per view nila. Sana ni spread out na lang din nila, right? It also affects your building, eh. like you're building towards all in with your stories, and then you're also Trying to build towards all out, so parang 
as a viewer, I'm like, oh, pick a lane naman. Which show do you want to build? Which show do you want to prioritize? And clearly, it's hard to do that when uh, they're both equally important and they're literally one week apart. <laughs> so it's it's such a challenge. And I wouldn't want to be the, the person who writes this stuff because it's hard. Talaga. With that being said, let's get into our predictions. We're going to start with the buy-in, like we mentioned earlier, and it's Aussie Open taking on MJF and Adam Cole for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. So this is the only match in Zero Hour. I think it's the first time ever na iisa lang yung match for Zero Hour. Uh, at ano, may chance ba si MJF dito na may double ch- uh, mag-double champ? Uh, one, you don't know that yet because uh, they Tony Council likes to add stuff at the last minute. Um, <laughs> two, uh... There is a chance, and I actually don't know what to make of this. Like, um, I feel like they could win, and then it would set up, it would make the turn even more painful, you know? Uh, on the other hand, it's Aussie Open, but on the other hand, it's also just the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. And I think they did a good job last week of uh, having Adam Cole say what the Tag Team Championship means to him. So I like that part and what ROH means to him. So I really do think. I would just say fuck it and give it to MJF and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jasper, Emil. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the MJF win and Adam Cole. Parang it's gonna make the turn a little more painful, and yeah, given the context of Adam Cole giving uh, giving the context of being in the tag team and the ROH thing, you know, it, it builds more character and. You know, it's kind of interesting where it would go that their tag teams and what if they did turn on each other. You know, where does yeah. it go from there? Okay, so Ro and Jasper are saying that MJF and Adam Cole are going to win here. Paano Emil? If Adam Cole turns on MJF or vice versa, ano mangyayari sa tag team championships? Si Vacant yung ano, magiging tag team champion. <laughs> Papa-audition siya. Papa-audition siya. <laughs> Adam's um... got talent. <laughs> Or maybe if that happens and, uh, you know, uh, there's a possibility of the kingdom uniting together with Roderick Strong, he could just give the tag team titles to Bennett and, and Taven. So that's a possibility. But with my prediction here, I'm still going to go with Aussie Open. I mean, um, this is just uh, a part of the story heading towards the main event. They're going to lose and they're just gonna have, uh, there is going to have some tension there between these two now will you know, will play out later in the main event. So, uh, Aussie Open retains. Wait, I want to answer that question. I want to answer that question. So, if MJF and Adam Cole win the championship and then Adam Cole turns on MJF, the guy I would pick to be the new uh, co-champion is none other than uh, Roderick Strong. <laughs> you, you, can't, <laughs> you can't fuck with the guy this whole time and not have anything to show for it, right? It, it will all come full circle. Nah. Uh, Roddy really is Adam Cole's real best friend. Degag, Adam Cole turns on MJF. Kyle O'Reilly comes back and becomes co-champion. And Roddy <laughs> oh! still acts like a little bitch. No, but, no, but no, no, no. That would be fair. Though. I, if I were Roddy, that would be fair. Because at least I know nah, uh, Adam Cole trusts Kyle O'Reilly. Because we were all in the same group together. Yeah. yeah. Undisputed, undisputed group. So. Undisputed group. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up, a uh, coven match between Sting and Darby Allen against the team of Swerve Strickland and Christian Cage. So this is a development from Dynamite Kanina, which admittedly, hindi ko pa napanood. Uh, what happened to AR Fox and why is he no longer in the Mogul Embassy? Ayan, so he couldn't beat Nick Wayne and then 
apparently that was all it took for Swerve to be disappointed in him and kick him out of test period. Pala yun. Yung, yung current uh, partnership niya with AR Fox was a test for him, for Fox. Trial run. <laughs> yeah, trial run. 30-day <laughs> <30 day> trial. <laughs> so he ditched, um, he ditched AR Fox and then brought in Christian because Christian had been low-key feuding with uh, Darby on the side, diba? Yeah. So yeah, you know, that's pretty much it. All right. Okay. Uh, kind of weird. So, uh, what what happens here is is this supposed to set Christian up for Edge? Is uh, what what are the implications now for this story? It's just sobrang sudden nito. Okay, lang with me because you know Christian is the bigger star, and I feel like this is like a a signal to Edge saying now, oh look at how we're treating Christian right now. He's not you know he's not sidelined anymore. He's a big deal again. Um, he's out here being the quote-unquote T- uh, TNT champion. And this could be you. And then if you come in, um, Christian won't be cold off the bench anymore. Right? So I think, I think, given the theory, that's that's what's happening here. But also, it's, it's good. Like Christian is good. He's still good. He's still got it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Christian's great. We, we saw it from the match last Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't mind it. Um, the more stars you have, the better it is. Like AR Fox, it was good that he got... Uh, his chance to shine, and I think that's that's still what's happening to him now. He's not going to be sidelined just yet, but um, it was good for him to get that late career renaissance that he got. And for this, um, I do think uh, the faces are going to win because uh, the the heels have had their number for quite a while, um, especially with Darby and Nick Wayne, deba. Right? So uh, I think it's time for them to give the feel good win to the faces here. All right, uh, Emil. Um, I just want to say uh, it's. I'm glad that Joker Sting is back. That uh, Joker Sting is entertaining, so I'll give the baby mm-hmm. faces here the win. So, because uh, I think Darby is uh, gonna win the TNT title at some point once again. So I'll go with the baby faces. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the 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 emo kids because you know I've I've been still a fan of them. I'm a. I I feel like this is a. Like more additional to uh, Darby's legitimacy. Yeah, legit legitimacy. That's that's it. And I'm a side with the emo kids. Right. All right. Uh, gusto ko na sixty something year old Sting is being called an emo kid by Babyface producer Jasper. That is my takeaway. <laughs> he, he's been doing. He still does spots. He's a oh yeah, that's true. Old. He yeah. does spots. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Terry Funk also did spots yeah, in the sixties. So did Ric Flair. I'm just saying. All right, moving on. Stadium Stampede. Uh, Santana and Ortiz are back. They've turned heel, and apparently they're still working together, even despite the rumors that And they aligned themselves with the Blackpool Combat Club, effectively turning against their old friend Eddie Kingston. Uh, the babyface side, it's the best friends, Eddie Kingston and uh, Pentile Cero Miedo. No Ray Phoenix because there's a lot of he has visa issues. So he can't come to US for the time being. Aww. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, so that's why they wrote Ray Phoenix out of Dynamite. Uh, first question is, when did Santana become Mike Santana? Because throughout the, the return, they kept calling him Mike Santana. What? Maybe that's that's that that's that is something new, I guess. The, like, Some development. I say yeah. maybe they could, maybe people thought people would confuse him with Carlos. So, 
<laughs> Dude, you people know, confused just... Santana with Bo Dallas. Like, that was showing up on my Twitter all day. Where, oh, Bo Dallas, all elite. Pag tingin ko na picture up, oh, Santana pala. Hindi, sorry, pero... Pag nakita yung pangalan ni Santana, wait, the guy who sang, uh, the guy who played Smooth. guitar with uh, Rob Thomas is is wrestling in London? Diba? So... Maybe there's that, but I don't mind it because it was weird that they were called Santana and Ortiz. Like it could it could have been anyone from from the Bronx, right? So uh, it's fine with me. Uh, Bruce asks, "Can you play Sting on Fight Forever?" Yes, you can. Um, um, the fact that Santana and Ortiz made up gives me hope that you know people in the AEW locker room can still be mature <laughs> and talk things out. Um. <laughs> uh, it, I like this because they found a way to to bring back Santana and Ortiz and then use him in a way that you know actually fits the context of their friendship with Eddie Kingston. Yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, the breakup between uh, Kingston and Ortiz, uh, yeah, and Ortiz uh, happened in ROH, so you don't really get to see that. And um, I don't know if they uh, alluded to that yet. I'm sure they did because it didn't happen in a stage where everyone can see. So um okay lang din. Uh they did also do a good job of um putting the pieces together between BCC and the best friends and then also sina uh uh sina Penta, the Lucha Bros. The Lucha Bros and and Shamper, there's Eddie who's always beefing with everyone. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be the next category <laughs> in in the grid. Uh So yeah, I, I don't I I don't think it was wise to make this a stadium stampede, but then again, you do have to uh, maximize your in. roster. Yeah, fit them all in. Uh, definitely going to make the show longer than it should be. I don't know how they're going to do it live. Mm. Uh, if, if they do it live, cause they, and it, it ends up being the same as the Anarchy in the Arena match, then what difference does it really make? Anarchy <laughs> Yeah. Well, stadium though, eh. Hindi naman arena yung Wembley. Wembley Stadium na, di ba? <laughs> no, so I, I, just hope, I just hope that they do the, the, the pre-taped cinematic stuff. Because that was still, you know, people maybe polarize about it. Pero I, that was the, that's the part I miss about the lockdown era. <laughs> yeah, one of the few things na maganda yeah. that came out of that dark, dark time. Uh, prediction oh, sorry, ko lang. Sorry, sorry. Go, 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 go. Prediction mo. Prediction real quick. BCC wins. All right. Uh, masasabi ko lang maganda na naging 5 on 5 na lang ulit kasi we all thought it was 6 on 6 diba tatlo yung TBA ng ano eh, Team Blackpool Combat Club so by taking out Ray Phoenix and then putting in Santana and Ortiz boom kasado na 10 uh, it's a 10 man match so I appreciated that detail uh, Awi you missed the first half of the all in predictions and our thoughts on Edge and uh, Terry Funk uh, Emil who's winning this one? Um, well, first of all I like the continuation because if you remember the last time Santana and Ortiz were uh, appeared together on TV. It was uh, on a Bloods and Guts, and they were aligned with the Blackpool Combat Club. So that's a nice continuation there. Um, Bloods and, and Guts. Ibanin Crips. Blood and Guts. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, so going back um, again, uh, agreeing with with Road that it's kind of weird that they were running as. Stadium Stampede match just three months after we had an anarchy in the arena. So they they will have to make this a little bit different than that. So um so prediction wise, I'll go with uh I'll go with the BCC here again. Um Alright. Uh I go Jasper. Uh I would have preferred this card to 
to ano to a normal tag team or maybe not too extreme kasi I mean there's there's uh Castagnoli right there and uh, to be honest I'm not really familiar with uh the feuds at uh how this match was set up but I do have uh uh theories you know uh kasi diba magkahiwalay si Mox and si Kingston so maybe there's that um there's another there's could be another storyline right there down the road and I'm just happy that uh si Chinano Oh, ano pangalan <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Which one? There are like 10 guys on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> the, the two guys that came back from Jericho. Santana and Ortiz. Santana and Ortiz. Si Mike. Oh Ortiz. my God. Si Mike Chas Ortiz. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's both Alice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Team Kingston because I'm a big fan of the people there. Best friends. Okay. Right. Basta ano, basta yung future ni na Mox and Eddie Kingston doesn't involve one hugging the other while fireworks go off on the side. <laughs> <laughs> well, Moving on. Match. <laughs> Moving on. AEW Trios Championship. Uh, Billy Gunn is back. So welcome back, daddy ass. Um, it's it's the acclaimed as a trio taking on the House of Black. Mamiya uh, itong Jericho Osprey. Uh, this was just announced earlier on Dynamite. So, Emil, you were the one who wanted to talk about this feud. Um, this has been a feud that has been going on since actually double or nothing. So, this should be the final bat, the blow off match to the feud. So, I think it's time to have someone else win, win the trios. And so, what you know, why, why not have the acclaimed that Daddy ass? be the trios champs since they're over anyways with with the crowd every time they they go out so yeah i go with uh the acclaim and daddy ass mm-hmm. it's a tough one uh, i agree with emil's points about uh the acclaim being over but uh, this trios championship run from with the house of black i say is like um their their compensation for being treated badly uh when they first uh got together in aw so I don't want to see them lose yet, but I will agree then that they haven't really had any forward momentum as characters and as a faction in AW. acclaimed. Uh, and I did like the arc with Billy Gunn, even though it was really short and obviously it was going to lead to Billy coming back despite his uh, also fake retirement, like Edge. So uh, I, I don't know who to pick Exactly, I don't know who my heart wants to pick, but um, if we're gonna, okay, I don't think we're gonna get few good endings, so I'm gonna make this a bad one. Um, I predict that House of Black wins, but Billy finds his way back to the roster. Okay, you go, Jasper. Maybe this is a storyline related to um more focused on Billy Gunn since he returned. Maybe it's mm. just, uh, parang, uh, he came back and maybe th- he's gonna be starting from the bottom and he's gonna make his way up into getting the trios belt. But I'm going with the House of Black for this. Pero, um, I think it's gonna be them who's gonna dethrone them. Uh, it's gonna be, uh, Sina Billy Gunn who's gonna be dethroning the House of Black. Yeah. With the ass boys. I'm kidding. Uh, let, let's say hi to Byron Russell. Not to be confused with the dating kalaban ni Michael Jordan, na naging teammate din niya. 
<laughs> What's up, magandang good evening, Byron Russell. Sar- salamat sa pagpaparamdam. Right, uh, more predictions. Huh? <laughs> Umipat na pala siya ng Pinas. Oo, oh, kasama ng Team USA. <laughs> Alright, second half of All In Predictions, let's get right to it. Chris Jericho and Will Ospreay. A lot of people are saying that this is another one of those dream matches. So we're getting it at All In. Hype ka ba dito, Jasper? Mm, I'm a... Well, I'm gonna speak for my my friend Kobe because he's a really big fan of Will. And to be honest, any match of Will is a good match. And plus, adding that there's Chris Jericho, pero you know that there's that's in the middle. Pero you know, I trust Will in this. And to be honest, gonna be honest, I don't know how this card was booked again, but I'm excited for how they're gonna be performing about it. Oh, you should mm-hmm. see the the segment from last week. It's pretty fun. Yeah, from oh, uh, okay. the Don Callis family. Mm-hmm. Ikaw, Emil, are you satisfied with how we got here? Yeah, uh, that pro, uh, yung contract signing earlier, that was really good. Really fantastic uh, performances from both on the mic. I never noticed how Osprey has improved tremendously on the mic since in NJPW, they don't really give wrestlers time to, to speak on the mic, you know, to, to do promos. But I thought he really did a great job selling the match. Same with Jericho. Like, Uh, he put this over as the biggest match in the biggest event in wrestling history. So, great job to them for, for, for selling the match to me. Because uh, at first, when I heard this match, like I said, you know, I wasn't like, really, they're going to waste a uh, uh, Wembley match with Osprey with Chris Jericho? They could have had Osprey versus Omega 3. But I'm okay with this one. I feel like this is, again, like I said, this match is going to surprise a lot of people. So... So this is going to be a show stealer and I am going with uh Will Ospreay with the win. Igoro, may expectations ka ba? Um I actually don't know. Uh with Jericho cuz at this age it's, it's really a mixed bag. Either he shows up as the guy who wants to wrestle um the way his opponent wrestles especially pag first time opponent niya like Sina Kingston, you know, and uh other guys of the like like Sina Tanahashi, but like Sina Okada then So that Jericho is fun, but you don't always get that. Although I'm sure he would. Like, there's a good chance that he would bring that out in a big show like London. Uh, I also agree that I wanted the Omega versus uh, Osprey three match. I thought that was going to be the money match for for All In, but apparently not. So uh, Tony Khan and other plans that would have been like a big main WrestleMania level matchup, I think. And that's when when I when I found out that they weren't going to do that. Do they start? Um, do they start? Na, na, na they're not going to build this up like a special, super special card. But anyway, um, I don't know who I want to pick this. Uh, I don't know who I want to win here. Um, it could be Jericho. It could be Osprey. Mahirap kasi dayo si Osprey dito. Dayo sa AEW, but not in the UK, right? So it's hard here. I think because. Um, the story is still between Jericho and Callis. I am going to say that Osprey gets the home country win. All right. Uh, just to answer Bruce's question, yes, not listening ka. May live watch party mm-hmm. sa I had a whole spew podcast, about Patreon it. What program. the hell, dude? <laughs> I, I poured my heart out promoting that. Where were you? <laughs> 
also saying what's up to Wayne. Thank you so much for checking hey, out Wayne, the pod, Sir Wayne. Wayne. Sir Wayne, what's up, man? Hello. All right, uh, moving on. The Golden Elite, Kenny Omega and Friends. Uh, they're taking on Jay White and Friends. Uh, it's not just Bullet Club Gold because there's uh, na Konosuke Takeshita. So it's a hodgepodge tong feud. Na to. um, and I honestly have lost track of how we got here, but we're getting this trios match. So Jasper, this, uh, is this exciting since you've got the Golden Lovers together in one match? Man, I'm just happy to see Juice Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a okay. big fan. Me and my friend is a big fan. I never <laughs> forgot about his promo about CM Punk. Like, why do you want me to go to sleep? I have eight hours. I don't have bags in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, but but maybe maybe I'm predicting that this is the time where Takeshita. Uh, is it Takeshita? Takeshita. Sorry, I'm not Japanese. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, maybe this is the time where they're gonna be making him into the biggest baby face. Maybe you know they they were planning that for a while, Narendra. So maybe this is the time they pull the trigger about it. Or, I don't know. I'm not really updated with what's happening but I'm happy that uh, Golden Lovers is here and then obviously there's Jay White as well but my money is on the Golden Elite. Alright. Sabi ni Hangman, hi. Kasi hindi natin siya binabanggit. Emil, ikaw. When this match was was announced, I thought, what, what, uh, ano yung kinalaman ni Jay White and uh, Juice with, the, with their opponents? And then I realized... Jay White had a lot of history with all the, of the, his three opponents. I mean, he had the rivalry with Hangman for the U.S. Championship back in like 2018. Uh, Kenny, they had that match as well for the, he, like, uh, Jay White defeated Kenny Omega for the IWGP U.S. title. And, um, we all know what, ha- uh, NJPW fans knew the history between, uh, Kota and Jay White. You were, uh, uh, Jay White uh, stole that uh, main event spot for Wrestle Kingdom from from uh, Kota Ibushi. So, so this is going to be a great match. And, but I've noticed that in since their feud started, Takeshita hasn't really gotten a win in a match against Kenny. So I'm going with the heels here. So I'll go with the Takeshita uh, with the win, and then probably it will set up a singles match between Takeshita and Omega at All Out. Right. Um... This one is also hard because, to be fair, to be fair to Bostoni, uh, the matchups are not super predictable. Um, mostly because everyone is compelling and engaging. So it's like uh, WWE's boom period where uh, a lot of people are on the up and up. So you don't know exactly who you, who you give the L to. So depending on who you're a fan of, that's a good or a bad problem. Um, on one hand, you have Ibushi, who took an L, right? They took an L at uh, Blood and Guts, right? And then... Oh, wait. No, no. They, they, took, they, they oh, won. Yeah. They won. They won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. They won. Right. And then you have Takeshita, who also... Who did take an L. So, if I am to establish Bullet Club Gold as some sort of deal, then I would give them the win. But uh, I also don't want to diminish the stardom of Kota Ibushi. But... Uh, I'm partial to Takeshita, so uh, it's Team Bullet Club Gold for me. Yeah, sila mga mas bata din eh, di ba? Younger stars. All right, uh, we've got the fatal, a uh, fatal four way today. The four way match for the AEW Women's World Championship. It's Hikarushida defending against former champion Tony Storm, Britt Baker, and Saraya. How excited are you guys for this one? 
And is this the only women's match? It's like it is. Yeah. It is. Always, yes. it is. It's the token TK women's match. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, have at it, Emil. Uh, no, Jasper, you go first. Okay. No, I was just at, I was just get, how was this booked? It was a tournament. There, yeah, uh, yeah, the tournament. tournament. Yeah, the uh, Tony Storm got a bye, and then all the other three had to win a match to get here. So that's how, including the champion, uh, including the champion, which is <laughs> <laughs> just weird. Like, because he's the champion, so he's not going to buy. So I, I don't know former why. champion. That's crazy. Uh, that's a rematch. Oh, okay, Jasper, you come on. Since I know, uh, uh, you're you're the one coming in blind. Give me a prediction. Kushida, she deserves it. She All needs right. to be I in agree. the spotlight, dude. Yeah, right. she just she just won the title, and again, yeah, you know, um, we can't pull an at least, here too. At least they're trying to revitalize this woman's division, even though yeah. we haven't really seen it yet. But a way, you know, a way to consistently have a great, uh, a good women's division is have Shida retain the title. Do not yeah. do not uh, hot shot this. Or you know, put hot, do a hot potato with the women's uh, world championship. So I uh, am a moment like in London of all places. Yeah, um, that's my prediction actually. I I okay. do think mm-hmm. uh, TK is not above um, giving Soraya her moment, even though um, a lot of fans have turned on her since returning to wrestling. <laughs> so um, I would watch out for that around the corner. Uh, I do I do like Sheeta. I'm a big Sheeta fan. I'm a big Tony Storm fan. As well, Pero, uh, you do want to make it memorable, but I don't also know how actual Brits feel about Soraya at the moment. Okay, Brits, like like British people, not Brit yeah, Baker. Yeah, not, not Brit Baker. Oh, <laughs> 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 now. Actually, now that we, we're fleshing it out, I thought it transitional champion ata si Hikaru Shida, as much as we love her and her work. Because oh, it, it's weird to have Soraya win the title from Tony Storm. So they had Tony lose to Hikaru Shida only for Soraya to win it in London of all places. So uh, I, I actually think that could happen. All right, uh, last couple of matches here. Uh, we got a banger here between FTR and the Young Bucks for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Uh, Emil, um, very sur- um, well, I, I wouldn't say it's surprising, but I, I guess it's good fortune that uh, it, it didn't affect the uh, recent arrest of Dash, ni, ni Dash Cash Wheeler. Yung, uh, match na to. Yeah, it's it's kind it's fortunate that uh, we're still having this match because when when it, the news broke out, uh, I think that the weekend that uh, uh, Cash got arrested for uh, for something. I, oh boy, I thought you know the match is for aggravated assault and uh, aggravated it assault. involved the firearm. So yeah, firearm. So, but turns out uh, it wasn't as severe as uh, people thought. As we initially people thought, so this match is still a go. So. Uh, so this is gonna be, you know, I I will I will try to not have expectations with this match because I if I put an expectation it if I put an expectation to it it's gonna be a high expectations because we have you know we all know these are the two best tag teams in the world right now so um, you know what uh, it's been too long give the young bucks the titles again so so I'll go with the young bucks. Yeah, but if they win the titles, they're gonna have to go to collision, Dibaro. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh man, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe you know, they win the champ- They they win they win the championship and then they just they just hold the the titles hostage, uh, dynamite. Yeah. But um, I also don't know. Uh, I I think it was a good the the arrest was you know not good, but it was a way it was a nice excuse then. To have um, FDR lose if they are gonna lose, I say they did the whole thing about you know going on retirement tours or a farewell tour if they ever lost when they lose the championship. So there could be that. I don't know. Um, uh-huh. I I think though the the whole controversy with the arrest only boosted uh, FDR stock because now everyone's making memes about about Dash to it. So. If anything, it worked for them and not against them, unless you know Dash goes to jail uh, for for that or whatever, right? So, you know, uh, let's hope he doesn't get convicted of anything. I said that would be the the big de- the big uh, the big hat to drop when it comes to FDR being champs. Say, pag pag na na charge show with the crime, wala wala na. It's oh, DD ning rain nila. Even if you go. Whether or not you go to jail, as long as you're convicted of a crime, uh, well, uh, it, it, there is a stain in your record. And I don't think um, Tony Khan, even though he has been letting bad PR slide, I don't think this one would be um, something that he should let off the hook. Yeah, memes aside, uh, if, if uh, Cash Wheeler does need help, I hope he gets the help that he needs. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's all I'll say about that. Uh, Jasper, any thoughts on this, or do you want to move on to the next one? Uh, uh, is this the third time they're gonna fight, right? Yes, like, this, is this is the FDR third in their trilogy. Fox, the third, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm just gonna pick uh, the FDR for this because I'm not a fan of the Bucks anymore. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> okay, why anymore? Uh, oh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of them in their uh, ROH and New Japan stuff, but. Personally, like I said right now, I don't think it's them anymore. I, I don't. Know. Maybe meaning I to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> meaning, no, no, meaning to say, they should be acting their age, if you will. They're not no, necessarily no. young bucks anymore. What? <laughs> they're not even called the young bucks. I'd, yeah, they're still called the young. They're old, pero no. In terms of uh, intensity, I guess. Ah, so parang mas gusto mo sila ng soup. Mas super indie tastic and now you think they're not as indie tastic no, anymore. I, I I just think they're more of a spot fest now. Ah okay, so you your taste has developed <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. Nakalatawo matanda yung young box when I'm older than Nick. Nick is only 32. I'm 33, bro. I didn't call them old. I did. That was me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Alright. Moving on. Uh let's talk about the real world championship. CM Punk and Samoa Joe. Um di natin oh, shit, I forgot. It wasn't in the yeah. draft. Uh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> but this is happening. Oh Jasper, Dabigo feelings. This is gonna be a punk win. Pero I, I hate to say it. It's a it's gonna be a punk win. Cause he's been building this uh feud with Joe and Punk one, the recent one with the onion, the with the roll up. No, 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 no. That wasn't a match. Uh, he won the the technical third match in their trilogy with a roll up. 
That's why yeah. he, that's why Joe wanted to run it back. Yeah. The qu- real real. question is, Hi, sorry. is uh, uh, sorry. Uh, the real question is: Is Punk really? Uh, would Punk be willing to give the belt to Samoa Joe? Hmm. Uh, they should. I mean, should. Joe is a lot better than this, but I, I mean, <laughs> Punk is Punk. He should. <laughs> uh, I think Punk is winning. Yeah. Um, they yeah. did the whole um roll up thing. It's like the it's like when Mox um beat him with a with a kick, right? For the world title. So it's one of those things that the ending isn't exactly what you want. So they're going to run it back to give you an ending that you might want a lot more. So it has to be punk. A lot of people still like punk for whatever reason because apparently being good on the mic is uh, enough to <laughs> is enough to <laughs> let people's behavior, bad behavior off the hook. So yeah, punk's going to win. Punk is untouchable in, in AEW. Yeah. Shit, sounds family dito sa Pinas, ha? Anyway, Emil. <laughs> um, yeah, jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, CM Punk retains. Kasi I feel like the end game of the real world championship is to unify it with the, A- with the AEW world championship. If they're not heading towards the brand split, that's what I think what's going to happen. Um, they're going to have a unification storyline down the line with, I, with you know CM Punk and maybe MJF. So... CM Punk retains here. Um, yeah, as much as I want Joe to win and be a world champion again, yeah, uh, yeah. is is the, is it happen. a really world champion in canon in AEW canon or not yet? That, um, not yet. TK, TK hasn't admitted it yet or he hasn't acknowledged it yet. I don't know right. what his plans are, pero parang um, in a manner of speaking, it's like the FTW Championship. It also might be why the FTW Championship was retired because now there are two titles doing the same thing. Now, uh, being treated like a real thing, but uh, on paper, uh, legally, is not yet. So maybe he will, maybe he won't. We'll see. But um, he's walking around like there was a, there. He's the actual champion. <laughs> maybe it's for uh, the number one contender. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Uh, let, let's talk about the real, real world championship, the <laughs> AEW World Championship. MJF and Adam Cole. All right, boys. Maybe. What's gonna happen here? Heartbreak. Mm. <laughs> Uh, okay, since okay, since there is another pay per view next week, the week after, I don't think it's gonna be the Adam Cole win yet. So um, Cole loses for whatever reason, clean for sure, clean, uh, because that's who MJF is now. And then after the match, he turns to set up the rematch a week later. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how they're gonna get to the rematch, but. That's the catalyst for it, the reason for it. So um we'll get to all out next week. Okay, Jasper, Emil, whichever. M- uh, MJF wins since again there's another pay-per-view next week. But also same thing, Cole will uh or or, or the Kingdom, Roderick Strong, or possibly Kyle O'Reilly uh interferes. Or, or um after the match they will uh surround the ring, then that's what that's when the turn is going to happen. Uh, Adam Cole will turn on MJF. And then the new Undisputed Kingdom is going to be uh, a, a new group now. And at All Out, it's a rematch. And then I think if there's a possibility, that's when Cole will win the title. All right. Uh, you go, Jasper. Maybe they're going to pull off... Uh, does this match have a time limit? Yeah. 60-minute uh, yeah. time minutes. limit kapag main event. 60? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Never mind, because I was supposed to theorize that maybe they're gonna pull off a draw and then the the time ends. 
So no one wins and then we're gonna be finding that out on the next pay-per-view. They already But, did that. The first match that they had was a time limit draw. Yeah, um, I call it yeah. MJF. Oh, I forgot about no, that. No, yeah, yeah, which why yeah. I, this is which is why I think MJF will win decisively clean. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, that that makes sense, yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna go with MJF too. All right. That was more time gago by next week because Adam Cole is the champion. Okay, no, no, no. I don't mind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's gonna be delayed by a week. All right. Week, yeah. Because, because of that stupid next pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> so there. Uh, those are our predictions for All In happening this weekend. If you want to catch it with your favorite wrestling wrestling podcast community, then go ahead and join us on the Patreon program over at Patreon. Are you listening, Bruce? Wrestling wrestling podcast. Are you listening, Bruce? <laughs> It's here. <laughs> It's happening. It's real. All right. Uh, coming up in the audio-only version, we'll talk about Seth Rollins and Shinsuke Nakamura. Kevin Owens coming back. Uh, stuff going on in NXT like the Heritage Cup tournament and the Vaudevillains who are back for a comeback tour of sorts. So Request that's all Jasper coming up. Yeah, no. Oh, requested Jasper. So that's coming up in the audio-only version when it goes up on your feeds by tomorrow. It's time for the audio-only conversations because as you uh, have known by now, sobrang kapos tayo sa oras on the live stream, especially with the big show like All In that we had to review. So, medyo na down ni WWE main roster dito sa audio-only part. So we're going to start with things that we uh, caught on Raw, particularly Seth Rollins um, incorporating his real-life back issues into the story. So he himself has confirmed it. And then Shinsuke Nakamura uh, made it known in the story by cutting this vignette In Japanese, na my subtitles, which I love, obviously. And uh, he revealed na yung binilong niya kay Seth Rollins last week before the blindside Kinshasa was not Resorts World Manila. But in fact, it was I, I Know About Your Back. So, um, I actually think this was pretty cool the way they structured the promo, the way na. Uh, in-incorporate pa ni Nakamura yung tattoo ni Rollins into the imagery of the back and how yung tattoo down ni Rollins sa likod is supposed to evoke the fighting spirit which Seth Rollins is no longer able to display um, or that code rather that uh, Rollins is no longer able to live by that Nakamura apparently holds so dear. I just wish na Shinsuke actually explained what the code was kasi he alluded to it And they showed the characters, but I don't read Japanese, so I don't know what code na yon. Other than that, other than that minor gripe, I, I think this is a nice way of making their story stand out compared to the previous World Heavyweight Championship feuds that uh, Seth Rollins has had. I think the whole code thing was only glossed over because of lack of time. Uh, feeling ko they didn't have enough time to go into all of that. But it's nice that there is a thing. Maybe they will explain it eventually because there's, what, another episode of Raw left to go before the show. Um, I like that they're finally giving Nakamura a story na may meet after all this time in the main roster. Like, was it like five years on the main roster? I believe, something like that. And ngayon na flesh out as a serious wrestler. And the last time he was here, he was just doing low blows. <laughs> so, yep, yep. Uh, thank God for Triple H. Um, I'll always sing this man's praises, and um, they'll actually. I, you know, if nothing else develops between now and next week, they'll actually be main eventing a paper, a PLE for the first time since the Roman Reigns era. Oh, well, I'm bloodline match eh, uh, so far. Yeah. Yeah, Talk about that uh, next week. Yep. 
Uh, but again, uh, I've been again, I've been loving this uh, Nakamura run so far. Uh, it's you know when, when they when Nakamura first turned heel, I was having doubts na because of his previous of how his previous run was written. Like he was this you know the the all he did was low blows. It was kind of a goof, parang goofy heel din she. But now it's really like a main event heel run, and you could you could see it in his promos how he conducts himself. The way that he only speaks Japanese in his promos, and and that back thing, so so like uh, Nakamura has exposed this weakness in his opponents that he like like uh hindi yung parang sinikreto niyang na uh, you know he knows his weakness, but he proclaimed to the world that Seth Rollins had and has a bad back, and you know that is his target, and that's like he knows he can be he can beat Seth Rollins because of that. So napaka Napaka badass nun. So uh, again, he's back on track to being a really uh, like a serious threat to Seth Rollins. So great job, uh, WWE. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rose alluded to it. Now this is uh, likely going to main event payback. So I think I will be around for that live stream, and I I'm pretty excited to do predictions for uh, next week's show. Moving on, uh, Kevin Owens is back. A uh, great place for him to come back, which is Quebec. I, I believe in your home state, Nilani Sami Zayn. So um, he's been on the injured list for about a month. And uh, it's kind of weird because we haven't seen Kevin and Sami defend the tag team championships in a while. So what do you think about the state of the undisputed tag team championships? One, is it time for us to move on from Sami and KO? And two, uh, should we split them already? Yung, yung Raw and SmackDown titles. Because clearly, Sami and Kevin are still holding two sets of belts. I was thinking about this recently, and my my preferred idea, but is to split the ti- the the unified title. I say, what's the point of having uh, a unified championship when you can't always appear on SmackDown as well? Right? Uh, I think this is a good out for them. But I say something like, okay, um, the the toll, the physical toll of defending this these championships over two brands is too great. So we need to relinquish one set and then choose whatever. Uh, I we're probably gonna choose Raw or Raw to keep, because they're drafted to Raw, right? So this is a good time for it. Uh, I don't know why they haven't um, pushed for it. I don't know if they're gonna do uh, they're gonna do away with the both sets of titles thing and just have one set to represent the entire tag team division across the main roster. But I don't want that. Um, I think we can all see now that the other tag teams in both divisions, both rosters, because there's only one set of tag team champions. Um, yeah, uh, but the Street Profits are now on this new hot streak, right? Uh, now that they're uh, they're edgier, they're aligned with Bobby Lashley. And well, um, if, if they can't challenge for a, a set of tag team championships, that's yung run that they're going on right now. Yep, definitely. Yeah, so... Same same thing. I'd prefer a split here. Uh, and you know, it's time to have two tag team titles again because of the depth of the tag team division on both shows. So you know, um, plus I've been thinking about this then, and it it's kind of like the Orange Cassidy uh international title reign for Sami and Kyo. Like they all they will always defend the title every couple of weeks, and parang I feel like in kayfabe they should be at the point where. Every match is getting heavier on them as a team, and at some point, 
the Judgment Day will finally beat them for the tag team titles, which is something that they haven't done in quite a while, but they would always face the Judgment Day for those tag team titles. So I think at some point, they will have to lose at least one of them, one of the titles to to someone else. Okay. Uh, yun, um, it, it's kind of sad that the Kevin and Sammy Tag Team Championship run sort of feels like an extended version of Brian post-WrestleMania 30. Um, granted, Brian never got to defend the World Championship much beyond that one title defense. At least, as I'm Sammy and KO, they've held the titles for about four months since WrestleMania. But um, I don't know, maybe this is the curse of a babyface champion. Din, diba? Na if, you're, uh, if you remain champion for too long, people suddenly go, okay, now what? Yeah, we're gonna what are they going to do? Are they going to get into another long-term story, which people are already tired of when it comes to the bloodline? So are you going to risk that again? I think this is okay. Um, the issue with me really is that there is a great expectation on them because they're supposed to be the champions of both brands, but they can't do both brands. Kaya, let's, let's, let's stop kidding ourselves and stop pretending that you can sustainably do... Uh, a single unified set of champions. So, you know, um, I think once you're free of that burden, you could, you know, do whatever you want then with Sammy and KO on Raw. All right. Uh, let's go to NXT here, where they've announced a round-robin tournament to determine the next number one contender for Noam Dar's Heritage Cup Championship. So uh, we had NXT Heatwave, and the only title change was Noam Dar officially winning it back from Nathan Fraser. Uh, so now we've got the NXT Global Heritage International, which apparently has the same format as the OG1 Climax, where you have two groups of four wrestlers competing in a round-robin format, and then the winner of each group will face each other in a final. So if you remember the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament in 2020, kasagsagan ng lockdown, yung na fire si Drake Maverick, binalik si Drake Maverick, only for um, El Hijo del Fantasma to win and unmask himself as Santos Escobar. Same format, which I remember loving back uh, in, in the darkest timeline. So uh, they've also added na may 12-minute time limit for these matches. So I don't know how that works given the Heritage Cup rules. Uh, Ro, my insight ka ba to this one? It seems as though that the time limit was a uh, place to sort of imitate yung format ng, ng Heritage Cup rules. Obviously, it's not the same to say it has to be rounds, right? but yeah. the, the thing about the rounds was that when NXT UK did the inaugural Heritage Cup tournament, they, were, they had space to do rounds almost every week. Right? So uh, well, they couldn't do that. So they also, I guess, don't trust a bunch of the newbies or the non-UK wrestlers to pull off a rounds match, which is fine, I guess. But it's weird, I think, to have the have the contendership tournament be contested in normal rules, except for the time limit. You know, man. Um, I don't mind it. Twelve out twelve minutes is actually pretty long. Yeah. Some some people might think that it's short. It's not. It's really long. And I also enjoy, I agree by saying that I love the round robin format it it makes it a lot more competitive and uh it's also kind of special when WWE does it because they don't always do it and uh cuz if you do it a lot they're obviously going to accuse you of copying NJPW but it is great it's fine and i think it's going to give us some really good wrestling tv yeah same same uh same thoughts here uh it's always great when NXT or WWE does something out of uh, out of the box, and this is definitely something that they 
don't they don't do usually and but then they uh they're doing it now with the uh, global heritage international that's the name of the tournament and uh, again uh, as a fan of the round robin format i i love this i, lo- I love this concept and uh you know yeah i am expecting really great wrestling especially from the roster na naka focus sa heritage cup so you'll probably get the na- uh the names like uh, uh Nathan Frazier, Tyler Bate, uh you know um those guys so it's it's going to be a great pool and it's going to be a great tournament all right and i uh, think the winner yeah. has no uh, the, whoever wins here sempre i think he, that person has to win the heritage cup right because you know they they if they have him win the tournament parang sa akin he if whoever wins it should also win the heritage cup uh against norm dar uh, down the line you you don't go that far only to get this far exactly yeah uh it could be a great way to unseat noam dar but then again i don't know uh they they seem to really like Noam Dar as uh, a gatekeeper type of champion over on NXT. So I also see a world where uh, some babyface like Dragon Lee, for example, goes on this really epic journey to win this tournament only to lose to Noam Dar because of interference from the metaphor. So uh, for me, possible pa rin yun. All right. Uh, last bit of uh, wrestling talk here. This is ni Babyface producer Jasper who can't uh, pop for this because he's got another uh, recording at this moment. Uh, the Vaudevillains. So that is uh, Simon Grimm and Matt Rewald. So those are the names that the former Simon Gotch and Aiden English are going by now. Uh, they are reuniting for a limited tour with House of Glory. And uh, the Vaudevillains haven't tagged in about six years. So uh, for those of you who may have enjoyed their run on NXT and their brief run on the main roster, this is probably something that you uh, you might want to watch out for. He's still Simon Gotch. Um, ah, Simon Gotch, but Yep. He he changed from Simon Grimm. I don't know why he could use it, but he could use it. All right. Um, this is fun. I, I was a, a low-key Vaudevillains uh, fan. Low-key, but you had the shirt, dude. Yeah, but, you know, it was a nice shirt. But I, I'm i not that big of a fan. It was just a nice shirt because <laughs> it wasn't black, you know. It's um, it's not one of those things that's going to set the internet on fire. You know, say the Vaudevillains were only just, um, I would say, mid, uh, mid-level, not mid, but mid-level tag team on the main roster. Uh, if it if you pop for it, it's great. But otherwise, you're not really missing anything much. Uh, I was more compelled by Gotcha's run in Noah earlier this year because Noah right now has this thing where they hire, uh, where they hire a bunch of old NXT guys and NXT UK guys. So that's fun to watch. Uh, you should go see that if you're a fan of Timothy Thatcher, and uh, it's fun. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Matt Rewald is great, but. He's not one of those guys that uh, you would go out of your way to watch. But uh, hey, uh, if if somebody if somebody if this resonates with somebody with some section of the audience right now, then who are we to stop them? Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's a reason why they haven't really stuck together as a tag team after getting released from WWE. Maybe there is something there that we don't see. But uh, it's a nice little uh, moment of fan service for NXT fans, black and gold yeah. mid 2010s NXT fans. I'm quite surprised that Matt Rewald uh, still is wrestling because I thought he's retired for good and he's only a call, color commentator for Impact. And he's, he's honestly, he's doing much greater, uh, much better as a color commentator than he was when he was a wrestler. Um, but I guess, you know, um, I guess there's still 
some people who uh, are vaudevillian fans that uh, wants to see them back together, and you know why not? It's a limited run, so for for those uh, for those fans who are uh, wanting to see them back together, you know, this is an opportunity for them to to do so. And uh, you know, um, they they were a, they were a fun act in NXT. Um, they they were in the in the initial uh, you know initial years of that black and gold era. Um, they won also the tag team titles for a while there, so uh, they they have some credibility to you know for para makataksi ng fans to 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 watch them do their thing. So good luck to them, and I'm glad to see them back together. All right, that brings us to the end of our audio-only conversations as part of this week's live stream. Don't forget to join us for picks of the week early next week, probably uh, Tuesday after All In in London. And uh, of course, yung live stream natin Thursday nights at 7pm. And for any and other uh, thoughts, opinions, or comments, send them our way at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter and on TikTok. Uh, let's also get to some plugs. Let's start off with Chino's uh, show, which is happening this weekend at Wicked Dogs BGC. It's at 9 p.m. on Saturday, August 26. It's called One Time Big Time. Uh, door charge, 700 pesos. I don't know if online tickets pa rin, this close to the date. Uh, but you can catch some of uh, the best stand-up comedians in the local scene alongside Chino. Uh, they're going to be entertaining you over at Wicked Dogs BGC. So if you want to support Chino and the mga events that he's lately, then go ahead and catch him this Saturday. Uh, Ro, any plugs for your end? Uh, Unmask is on a two-week break because of unavoidable scheduling issues happening last week and this week. So uh, if you're a fan and you've uh, religiously tuned in uh, to this point, tayo. Uh, I apologize because we just couldn't move things around enough. So uh, we'll be closing out the first season after next week. So stay tuned. Along. If you haven't caught up with all the episodes yet, please go back and listen. Subscribe and follow uh, my podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It's called Unmasked, the Chronicles of Roman and Sandata. And uh, follow us on TikTok. We haven't posted anything new on TikTok, but... Our old content is still going strong at Wrestling Two X Pod. Just go, um, just go watch all that stuff and tell us what other stuff you want to see more. And then, champre, please watch MWF uh, Action Aventa TV on Rock of Manila by RJ. It's uh, if you don't have a TV, it's available on Facebook and YouTube channels. The Rock of Manila. All right. Uh, for me, go check out the ongoing uh, review episodes of Heel Season 2 on post-show recaps. Uh, Grace Leader and I just recapped Episode 4 earlier this week. And somewhere in between the first couple of days of the World Cup, uh, we'll find time to sit down and review Episode 5. So it's been a fun season so far, and I hope that Heels does not disappoint. Sayang lang na the SAG-AFTRA and the writer Strike um, have prevented everyone from really promoting the hell out of Heels. Because we waited two years to get here, and in fair Season. Uh, speaking of the, the FIBA Basketball World Cup Opening day tomorrow, August 25 uh, If you're gonna be at the Philippine Arena Games Or the Araneta Coliseum Games Come say hi I'm not going And uh, if you ever wanna uh, get close to your favorite basketball players Same rules apply with your wrestling fandom Don't be a weirdo or a stalker Don't wait for them in the bathroom Or in their hotel room Or in the parking area Guys, magkadelikadesa naman tayo. Utang na loob, pwede. Hey, hey, Emil, you're laughing at this, but this shit happens all the time when, rest, when yeah, WWE comes around. 
Yeah. So, konting delikadesa naman, guys. Oh, uh, konting yeah. respect and pag inangasan ka ng security guard, it's probably because you're violating somebody's personal space. So, hindi yeah. ko pa yeah. security guard, ikaw ang may sala. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's gonna do it for us here uh, on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thank you to Babyface producer Jasper for jumping on the stream and for being at the controls as always. And thank you to every listener and uh, subscriber and patron who always supports and makes time for the podcast. Thank you as well to all of our producers over at the Pod Network for all of the good work that they do behind the scenes. Follow the show on Facebook and Instagram at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. On Twitter and on TikTok, it is at Wrestling2XPod. And then uh, for individual social media, it is at Rowiswar, at EML underscore Meister, at Monday Night Rowan, and at Chino Supersized, and at underscore Stan C. Para sa mga nagtatanong ng pasabay, go and check out our social media. Uh, go send us a DM. We'll, we'll respond to you individually. Alright? On behalf of Ro Moran, Babyface producer Jasper, and Emil Nate, my name is Stan C. Thank you very much. Stay safe, stay healthy, and don't be a dick. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The opinions of podcast creators, hosts, and guests are not necessarily reflective of the official stance of the Pod Network Entertainment, its hosts, or other network programs. The content created by the people behind the podcast is personal and not meant to harm any religion, ethnicity, group, organization, company, or individual.